What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Spiritual Gangsters Podcast. This is a show for all the people who keep it 100% real, who've been through life able to turn their pain into purpose, for people who've struggled with faith, yet keep asking questions and seeking the truth. It's a show for us to share our thoughts, experiences, and stories, and know that we're not alone. For all the OGs who see through the world's BS, this is The Spiritual Gangsters. What is up, guys? Welcome back to another edition of Clown World Weekly with The Spiritual Gangsters. And me, Teresa, and my very good friend, the magical man himself, <laughs> my patriot. What's up? What is up? Good morning, Teresa. Oh, thank you. How are you today? Good, 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 good. Can't complain. Good. I love how we pretend like we didn't already ask how each other oh, was yeah, this morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yo, that's like another thing. <laughs> it's so funny. Yo, that's why but I, I hate to... It's a natural instinct to just ask how you are once we start talking on that's, air. That's why I hate, honestly, hate doing intros because it's like every show somebody does... You've spoken to the person before you re- hit record, and then you act I like, oh, holy, so. just, we just ran into each other and we're talking for the first time. Do, do, it's just, just like so fake. I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. It's funny, honestly. No, I know. Yeah, it's just. It's just a funny little, like, quirky thing. Yeah, I feel. for sure, for sure. Anyways, thank you so much, guys, for listening in. If you are catching this live on YouTube, thank you so much for jumping on. If you are watching it live, please say what's up in the chat. And um, there's always like a plethora of information uh, from our viewers. We probably have like the smartest audience on the internet. Well, you definitely do. Oh, for like NY Patriot Show and a Call Rejects. There's some some very keen minds that always show up. So I know some of them are some of them are here this morning. So thanks, guys. Um, But yeah, another another crazy week in Clown Town. You know. Oh God! Honestly, for real. Uh, do you have anything you wanna you wanna promote, sir? You got anything coming up that you want to talk about for the peoples before we dive in? Um, no. I do think. Uh, well, I guess one thing I can I guess you know promote a little bit. I mm. think I'm shooting for February fourth. Uh, the website should be dropping. Oh yeah, yes. your website. You've been working so hard on yes, it. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Very I good. Just, uh, and what it has yesterday. a specific name, right? Yes, a cult research institute. Oh, yes. ORI. Ori. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Amazing. Yeah, guys, check that out when uh, when it goes live and is ready to be officially published because I know he's been doing a really good job on it. So, And all the contributors as well. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of people. Got some more people recently too, so it should be pretty Oh, good. Nice. Yeah. nice. Yeah. All right, so uh, should we get started mm-hmm. with the, the clownery? <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So, as many of you know, uh, this is going to be a fun-filled week because it was the Davos meetup, which finished last Friday. So, that was the 54th annual World Economic Forum meeting in Davos, Switzerland, of course, which draws experts and business leaders to the conference. Um, You know, they talk about their plans for the world. They basically tell us, all the psyops they're gonna pull on us <laughs> the next while like it's all it's all comes out in this meeting and god knows like 
what rituals they're doing. And it's like a really weird TED talk version. I think. A, a very perverse TED talk. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Some of the like brief summary of this is very brief, obviously. But um, I was surprised that some business leaders believed that the U.S. will not fall into a recession this year. And I was like, really? I don't know. They seem to think like it's all hunky-dory, pretty much. Unless they already know that the script has Trump for the win. Oh, maybe. <laughs> well, that's a good point. Uh, and he's going to stabilize things a little bit, perhaps. Well, as, as silly as it is, I mean, if he was to probably get elected the next day, I, I would assume the stock market would probably go up. Probably. That's a good point. I did not think of that. Mm. We'll talk about Trump later. He's, he's up later in the show, but yeah. Good point. Um, a big theme of the conference this year. So last year, big theme was Bitcoin. This year was AI, was like the large overarching topic of discussion. Uh, so many companies were uh, promoting their AI products and applications. Um, and a lot of people were downplaying the risks of the technology, of course, because they own the technology. So they want people to invest in it and use it. And, you know, anyways, let's just go forward with no thought of consequence whatsoever. It's fun. Um, also... A lot of people seem to uh, avoid the topic of the Israel-Hamas conflict as well, which I thought was interesting. Um, the author of this article that I pulled this from said, staying silent may not be the most courageous thing, but it seems better for business. <laughs> most likely. Sometimes uh, not having a comment at all is the best, I guess. Right? Yeah, I guess, <laughs> right? Anyways, one of the um, weird kind of more interesting AI things, um, Wyclef Jean, you know, the artist, the singer or rapper, whatever he is, Wyclef Jean and Will I Am from Black Eyed Peas, <laughs> they actually pitched a serious XM radio show that's going to feature an AI co-host. And I was like, what? <laughs> what? Who wants to listen to that? Just don't even have a co-host and just play the songs back to back. Exactly. I'm just like, what's I the mean, point? I'd rather hear that, actually. Have the AI play the music for you so you have more freedom to just talk and whatever, you know? If you were to think about it, there's probably a way the AI could write an algorithm to where it's like, it could see how many people are staying on the station during the track. And then knowing that's probably what more people are going to want to hear. Like afterwards, if people are dropping off, maybe it knows mm. to change the music. Like, but like, you don't have to have a talk. Just play yeah. good music and toss commercials in. We don't like, need to why, fall in love with the computer. It, I don't it's care just supposed to be AI about music. Say, it's not real. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like you could use it to actually probably, you know, make like a pretty decent station, but you're going to fuck it up by like trying to make it sound human. Totally. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's like those um, AI, like Instagram profiles I see. And some of them have like large followings. It's super bizarre. Like those like AI girl models or whatever. And it's like. What the fuck is it beating off to that shit? That's okay, I get that. <laughs> I think it's okay. Come on. But like, I understand that because it's, you know, just like an idealized female in somebody's mind or whatever. But then to like use the to promote products or inf be an influencer or whatever and it's like 
you know that she doesn't have hair. So like she talking about the shampoo doesn't matter. Like, you know what I mean? They're not really using the products they're pushing. Exactly. It's so dumb. I don't, I don't understand the whole concept. Very bizarre to me. Anyways, that's what's coming down the pipeline. Apparently another, uh, Pretty wild thing from Davos was um, the president of Argentina, Javier Milei. I think that's how you say his name. I still don't really know. But uh, he delivered a speech at Davos on January 17th last week. So as people know, probably he's very um, right wing. So he seems. So he seems. Uh, Described as an anarcho-capitalist. Uh, and he called upon the political leaders at Davos to reject socialism. And he gave a, a speech where he said, quote, Today I'm here to tell you that the Western world is in danger. And it is in danger because those who are supposed to have to defend the values of the West are co-opted by a vision of the world that inexorably leads to socialism and thereby to poverty. And it's like, okay, you're right. But. <laughs> But, like, how is he allowed to say these things at World Economic Forum? He's muted. Um, You know, the problem is, is that, I mean, who knows what everybody's saying there? We only get certain clips. It's true. I mean, that one time, I don't know where Trump was at, but supposedly he made some speech saying that he wasn't going to play this game. And, Mm. like, that got shown, but, like, you don't see what everybody else fucking at the table said. But, you know, I don't know. Yeah, that's interesting. I know that uh, someone online, I forget who, had dug up. The thing is, is like, how do you know this isn't staged? Exactly. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Because I I want to see an unedited version of just a camera sitting there with every single person going up and saying what they have to say. And then maybe I'll believe that that's fully real. Well, like you said, we're only getting these little snippets, right? Like not many of us are going to take the whatever, however long he spoke and watch the whole entire clip and break it down. Maybe someone will, but I won't, to be honest. <laughs> right? Like, we don't all have that kind of time, uh, and neither does the news, right? Well, you also have that- to understand, too, you're probably only being allowed to... They're only showing you what they want you to see that came from there. Yeah. So my my thought would be they, that this guy, Javier Millet, is sort of playing like the Trump of South America, you know? Sort of like an Elon Musk also type of character, like these these seemingly right wing characters to provide opposition to the socialist, you know, leftist sort of mentality, I suppose. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Someone somewhere online had dug up that he was on that like World Economic Forum, like Young Leaders program. Like way back when, I don't know how over long ago, but I mean, those photos could always be photoshopped. I don't know if it's a hundred percent true, but I don't know. Or like you're saying, we only see certain speakers at the conference. We don't see all the speakers or get clips from everybody. So maybe there are some actual level-headed people that speak there. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like maybe there's people with actual brain and an actual like compassion for humanity that do want to improve the world for the better. Yeah, that speak, no but they idea. don't get shown. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't know, to be honest, but I did think that was interesting. Yeah. That he gave those remarks, maybe sort of uh, making a little intro for Trump to re-enter the chat. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, we'll see. 
Um, and oh yeah, there was another uh, interesting speaker at Davos. Uh, what was his name? Do 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 do. You want me to go on to the next one? Or? Yeah, sorry. sorry, I think it's on another slide. Yeah. Th- uh, oh no, sorry. Go back one more. My bad. <laughs> uh, yeah, just one more quick thing from Davos. There was a speaker. Oh, he's the chairman of Siemens AG, uh, which I believe is a German company, a big corporation. Uh, he told the people, his name is Jim Higman. Sorry if I didn't say that. He told the people, he called on 1 billion people to stop eating meat <laughs> to combat climate change. <laughs> Oh, man. I have to laugh when I hear this stuff because, honestly, that was a reason why I went vegan many years ago. Because I was prey to this sort of thinking of, like, oh, God, if I keep eating meat, it's inhumane and it's better for the planet if I eat more plants and blah, blah, blah. I know better now. (laughs) You know, sorry, vegans, but it's not true, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, so Jim Hagman called on a billion people to stop eating meat because he said his 24-year-old daughter asked him to advocate for zero carbon value chains. <laughs> so that was his uh, his contribution to the conference. I actually did not know what Siemens is. I've heard of it. But I was like, what is Siemens, the company that he is uh, chairman of? So in case you don't know, Siemens focuses on power generation and distribution intelligent infrastructure for buildings and distributed energy systems it provides smart mobility solutions for rail road transport medical technology and digital healthcare services i believe they also make cell phones (laughs) that's all i think i know siemens from is just from like the cell phone store to be honest (laughs) and i was like ah so i guess he's like all about the green agenda because you know it could make more profits for him i suppose right what's i I love like what's the thought process behind like stop eating meat's gonna help the climate so some people think that when you need more livestock like cows for example we need more livestock to produce meat for people the methane produced from cows excrement in such large amounts contributes to heating up the atmosphere. And of course, this being said, factory farming in those sorts of situations, factory farming is not nice, obviously. The practices are not humane, very bad. That's why I sort of now have come to the conclusion of like regenerative farming is the way to go. Um, it's better for the environment. It's better for the animal. It's better. It's a more natural, like cyclical way of living. Also, too, when you get into like massive fields of vegetables and plants, it's also not good. And animals still die because small rodents that live in among the crops in the fields and whatnot, they get tilled up, you know, when uh, when the crops get picked and stuff like it's not a harmless process. Right. Basically, if you raise cows, you you produce grass for the cows to eat. And then when the time comes, you slaughter the cow, of course. But, you know, in the most humane way possible, obviously. Anyways. That's a little... I was wondering if it had to do with that or them thinking, like, I guess maybe if, uh, less transportation of meat because nobody's buying it. Maybe, I don't know. I'm just... 
No, you'd still have to transport vegetables, so that that doesn't fly. Yeah, I don't know. It's honestly, it's a very dumb um, way of thinking. <laughs> but I was prey to it at one point, so, you know, it happens. Right? Okay. Let's go to the next. Thank you. Uh-huh. What is this about? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, sort of related to Davos, they were also talking about preparation for the next pandemic at the forum. Uh, and, of course, our very good friends at the World Health Organization say, we need to prepare for disease X. This is the next pandemic. Of course, it's got to be called X, because X symbolism is friggin' everywhere right now. Um, and I actually saw a clip of that guy, like Dr. Ted Ross or whatever his name is. I don't fucking know. The the quack doctor who's not even a real doctor, probably. He had this clip where he was like talking about pandemic preparedness and they want to sign this treaty, you know, for pandemic preparedness. And he said they want to get it signed by May 2024. So I was like, okay, is that like the new date for the next pandemic? Oh, Jesus. Uh, should we be looking out in April, May? Which would make sense because April 8th is the solar eclipse. So I'm like, is that the day they're going to like release it or like activate it or whatever? And then subsequent weeks, it will start to spread around the world or whatever. However, it's going to work. I don't freaking know. It's just a thought. That's wild. I forgot that that was the date. Mm. Four and eight. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's weird. That's interesting. I know, right? I'd love yeah. to be able to go there and film that thing. That would be cool. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Maybe you'll be able to see it from where you're at. Mm-hmm. See, yeah. Never know. Um, but yeah, so apparently disease X is a hypothetical virus. It's not even a real virus, a hypothetical virus that's supposed to be 20 times deadlier than COVID was. Oh, jeez. So how do we know this hypothetical virus is going to be more dead? Like, it's not even here yet. What do you know that we don't know? What the heck, man, honestly. So while the virus is currently not known to exist, Researchers and scientists are proactively coming up with a plan of action to combat it and also develop a vaccine. A vaccine for something that doesn't exist. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm not kidding. Like, what the heck? This is why we do you ever think that they make shit and they're like, well, we assume at some point this shit's going to fucking make it out to the public, regardless how it happens, so we better make a vaccine for it right away? Well, they obviously know what it is then. Yeah. Right? This is like some Mission Impossible shit. You know, where they were like, I think it was the second one. They released the pathogen, and then they had the the antidote or whatever. I don't know. Oh, honestly, I can't with this. I cannot with this. Oh, yeah. They're already saying it could kill an estimated 50 million people. But it's hypothetical. <laughs> That's so weird. Yeah. I wonder if, like, okay, a normie mind hearing a story like this, say this was on the news or whatever. 
Would you even hear the word hypothetical or would you just like assume that this is already happening? I feel like a lot of people would miss the keyword of it being hypothetical. Like, oh God. I think just due to the headline and what the people read first is all that's going to matter. Right. Like you could probably even like read the article. But like yeah. if you're already caught on it, I don't know. Like I do think that people actually were silly enough to skip over words that they should really be paying attention to. Right. I actually reread a few things a couple times because I was like, wait, but it's not real, right? Like I had to just wanted to make sure because we were going to talk about it on the show today that I was accurate in saying it's hypothetical. It's not a thing. It's not a thing. Just like COVID was not a thing. But anyways, whatever. Yeah. Crazy stuff. Uh, oh, yeah. Do we have a slide for the next thing? I don't know if we have a slide. Sorry. No, we don't. Okay. Um, I'm just going to mention this quick. So coming off of the idea of disease X coming up down the pipeline, obviously something is coming. Um, there was a doctor on oh, X app, Twitter, <laughs> another X, right? Sure. Uh, he was talking about how a lot of pharmaceutical companies are making all these acquisitions ahead of what he calls an inevitable cancer tsunami that is currently like in it's happening right now as we speak. So his name is Dr. William Mackis, M-A-K-I-S. He's an oncologist, radiologist, and cancer researcher. So I basically just like copied his tweet because I don't think I could explain it better than he can. I'll just read a couple parts of it. So he says, Johnson & Johnson acquires $2 billion drug developer Ambrix Biopharma to treat turbo cancers with the same tech as Pfizer's $43 billion Segan acquisition. So they also did an acquisition. Both have set their sights on the 2025 cancer tsunami. So basically, Pfizer and Moderna, COVID mRNA vax causes turbo cancers. Duh. Okay. This is now well acknowledged and respected by physicians around the world. Last month, Pfizer closed a $43 billion deal uh, acquiring Segan to boost its availability to treat seven of the top 10 turbo cancers caused by its own vaccine. So the top, uh, top five turbo cancers are lymphoma, glioblastoma, breast cancer, colon cancer, and lung cancer. Uh, also oh. including leukemia, melanoma, sarcomas, testis testicular and ovarian cancer, and kidney cancer. So if you know people coming down with these things all of a sudden, or coming out of remission and having their cancers return... There's probably a link there. And it's pretty sick that these companies are like, ooh, now we've got another opportunity to make even more money caused by the problem that we created. Mm -hmm. Just in time for, you know, the COVID narrative to completely collapse because I think vaccine uptake is way down. Obviously, a lot of people are catching on that. These are not good. So their profits are way less from the COVID scheme, now they're going to profit off this. I wonder if disease X is just people dying from the COVID jab and or these cancers or the future disease X jab. Well, I find it weird that, like, uh, they've been saying, I've heard on the news here a few times where they're 
mm-hmm. predicting 2024 is going to have a spike in cancer. It's like, how the fuck do you know that? How do you know well, that? They Why? know because of what they did. Why? Mm. Like, yeah, they know for prior reason. Weird. Like, I don't know. Like, a spike would make me think, like, everybody was exposed to something at around the same time. Right? Yeah, like, uh, that doesn't... I don't think that would be by accident. Well, it, was, no. it may have been an accident, but there's a reason for it. Right? An on-purpose accident, yeah. right? Yeah. Actually, so uh, we have Mel in the chat. I believe it's probably Mel from BC. Shout out my fellow Canadian friend. Uh, so she actually works in a funeral, the funeral industry. And uh, she says, sadly, see this at my work. Half the cases are cancer. Yep. I've known like three or four people in the last few months to all get cancer. Yeah, that's right. You were saying that. Yeah. We have heard of many. I know one person, their mother and two of their sisters all got it around the same time. That's crazy. My uncle. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, I know. I've heard of a lot of uh, very young people, like around my age late 30s, early 40s, dying of cancer, you know, fortunately, usually have young kids. Like, that's, oof. Oof. But, like, uh, we could go even back, you know, how much you've been in this conspiracy game from uh, early in 2020, the Deagle report that came out. Do you remember that? I mean, no, not offhand. Oh, okay. So there's, uh, I don't know if they're, like, Something to do with, um, like, the d- defense industry. Deagle, it's called. D-E-A-G-E-L, I believe. I have screenshots of it for sure. I don't know if it's up online anymore, but it's something called the Deagle Report. And they predict, like, all these things with, like, population and, like, demographics, blah, blah, blah. They had posted in 2019 or 2020 that the population of the United States in 2025, I believe it was, would be around 100 million. So right now you guys are around 333 million or something, some crazy number. So that's two thirds. I mean, my math's not great, but isn't that about two thirds? (laughs) What is that? The population for what? Projected population of the United States for 2025 would drop to 100 million from 300 million. There's only 300 million in the United States. I guess, yeah. I thought that that's, sounded that's like a significant. Now, whether that's all from illness, oh, I don't know. Three 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 point two nine million as of twenty twenty two. There you go. I don't know why I'd assume there was more here. Really? I figured you yeah, had that many just fucking border jumpers. Oh well, yeah, maybe now. <laughs> Maybe add a hundred million in there. Who knows? Uh, Fuck, honestly. But I don't know if that's all from future illness or is that partially from upcoming future pandemics or um, uh, attacks? Oh, yeah. You know, war. I don't know. It's a scary thought, though. And how did they know back whenever they made this report? How did they know? They knew some shit. 
I bet you with that's even due to like some of the this new sexuality ideology, sexual ideologies mm-hmm. to cling on to. You might see eventually like a spike. No, well, I don't know how to word it. That's gonna also like cause like a little bit of a dent of people. Uh, I guess the numbers going down because there isn't people reproducing. Yes, that's <laughs> to, true. To keep up with the deaths, the birth rate has dropped as well. That's a very good point. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. So Corey, uh, Corey in the chat made a good point that during COVID, five G was rolling out. Yep. Very good. Even when we were all supposed to stay home and not go to work, the telecommunications people were putting all this infrastructure up for 5G. Now, guys in the chat and NY, did your internet get faster? No, if anything, I think the phone service kind of got screwed up a little bit. <laughs> right. So your internet speed did not improve, but I bet you have a lot more radiation around you. I bet. Actually, my husband knows somebody who, as a side job, tests the, I forget what he said, something to do with, like, the power of the 5G, like, panels and stuff. He said, if you go close to that, you like, you, you're not supposed to go close to that. It will, like, fry your insides. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I was like, oh, God, okay. I wonder if they have any around here. Yeah. Get exactly my, like Lisa says. Five meter with me. Yeah, you should go around and check it. Check spots. Like Lisa said in the chat, five G is for the AI, not for us. Exactly. Yep. Unfortunately, I've gone to Tesla's charging station over here and didn't get any crazy reading. Oh, really? So I'm surprised. Yeah, I was hoping that something was going to be off the hook. Maybe it was like not on. <laughs> <laughs> I was even going up to ones that were charging people's cars that were sitting in it. Oh, okay. They All probably right. thought I was like some technician, like checking the shit to make yeah. sure like, everything's working properly. He's going with properly. a safety vest on. Yeah, no go, right? And nobody would think anything of it. Nope. You're so right. If I was to toss one of those vests on that you can get for like 10 bucks in a store that the guys wear out in the streets. Yeah. You know, go to Freighton Harbor or something and grab one for $15, toss it on. Nobody would ever think anything if I was to walk around with those meters in a no. weird in a weird area, probably. I heard um, a it's funny thing genius. one time. I'm going to do that. Someone was like, no one will ever question you if you no. walk into a building with a ladder. <laughs> they something. Especially like, yo, I don't even want to help that. I don't even want to think about helping that motherfucker. Yeah, they'll just be like, oh, do. obviously he's a repairman. Oh, well, I'm going to be looking around something. and be like, oh, maybe they're getting painted or something. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, you think that something's anyway. getting fixed. And like, oh, they must, you know, obviously they're supposed to yeah. be here. <laughs> Well, it's funny too, um, Lisa, I'm so glad you brought up that comment about the 5G is for the AI, because not to be weird, but many years ago, I was listening to a prophetic message, supposed prophetic message from this uh, mystic, Luz de Maria is her name. And I remember it so clearly because that's exactly what she was saying. She didn't name it as 5G, but she was saying that Michael the Archangel gave her this message that the infrastructure for control is being rolled out and like the technology plus the pokey stuff is like going to work together. And I was like, well, that makes sense. Now that makes sense. But when I was hearing that message, I didn't even think there was a job yet. So interesting. Anyways, we'll move on. 
All right. All right. Here we go. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> oh, wait. My slide. Ooh, my notes are out of order from what the slides are. Sorry. Okay. So, Mr. Trump, Mr. Trump, he has a, okay, so you guys probably know, especially the Americans who are listening, you'll know that he had a landslide victory in the Iowa caucus situation. So, let me get this straight, because I was like, what is a caucus? <laughs> okay. Yo, that's a very weird thing if you start getting into that. The caucus and what the caucus mountains are and the caucuses and shit like that. Oh, wow. It's like a whole thing. Well, like, well, that's, I don't know, like, if there's, like, a, a connection between that and Caucasian, mm. I don't know, because, like, a Caucasian, I think, is actually somebody who's supposed to have came from, like, the Caucasus Mountains. So, like, does that Caucasus fit in with that? Some, I, I find it very weird. That is. And, like, why oh, fucking Iowa? I know. Like, Slipknot has an album weird... name called Iowa. I mean, and a, a lot little... of weird stuff about Iowa. Like, what are you guys doing over there? <laughs> it's just, yeah, I don't know. I mean, if you run the numbers on it, it just gets some interesting hits. Okay, so my understanding of, like, as a Canadian, what a caucus is, is basically, like, your, the two parties, Democratic and Republican, are, it's the, they're voting for their leader for the election. Is that correct? Kind of, yeah. Kind of, sort of. Yeah, 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 I think it's, like, kind of determines, like, the people that are going to be. The two or three that will be running after the fact. Yeah, Actually it's kind of yeah, exactly. I, I that's it's again like what I don't understand. It's like I think it's fucked up how basically Manhattan or the the city in New York basically dictates if it's Democrat or Republican. I because don't get you that. You know what I yeah. So like why I just don't understand why the fuck Iowa? Can you please explain to me why that is so important and why is it there? Yeah. I, I I mean, am I allowed to just show up there and go there too? Like, I don't understand this situation. I would like, assume... like who is determining for us okay. who these so people, would... who's who's who, and like who's doing I... well? Yeah, I would assume it's similar to here. So you have to be a registered member of the political party to vote for these things. So like, we had never, like my husband and I, we had never affiliated ourselves officially with a political party till the last election. And we were like, yup, we want to have a say. So we like registered with like a certain political party to make sure we could vote for the person that we want to then be the candidate for prime minister. And I think a lot of people caught on to that fact here and were like, yeah, I want to have a say this time. <laughs> yeah, like I had wondered, like if somebody's like, yeah, if somebody's a registered Republican, can you just show up to Iowa and actually go to this? Well, no, it would happen in your state, I would think. They all, I think all the states have this, no? Probably, yeah. But I mean, like, I why? So. I just don't understand, like, why the fuck is Iowa so important than all the other, like, I just don't get it. I don't know. There's certain, I mean, I remember growing up watching American elections on TV with my parents, and certain states are swing states and, like, more significant than other states because of the way the population works, and blah, I don't know. It's a whole thing. But, um, <laughs> love and what's up? Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. We'll have to talk after the show with him. Yeah. He's got some, some info. Amazing. Yeah, that was fun. Um, that was fun when when we all. No, that was a banger. Yeah, I love that. I really love cool that talk shit, so yeah. much. That we did with uh, Mr. London McLovin. Um, okay, so but this is, I think, the the controversy right now is that some states are taking Trump's name off of their caucus ballot, which is probably illegal. 
Yeah, well, I think I think again that's being t- you know fought in court. Yeah. So anyway, in Iowa, he had a big victory. That's the conclusion of what we're saying. Um, and yeah, so I said in my notes, this comes just a few weeks after states like Maine and Colorado said they would move his name from their ballots. Also, DeSantis and what's that guy? V- Vivek? Vivek? Uh, Vivek How do you say yes. Vivek. Vivek there you go. Sorry. Something like that. Yes. Yes. So they've removed themselves from the candidate race in order to support Trump so that Trump will get more slice of the pie from the uh, Republican voters. So to me, all this means is that the Phoenix is going to rise. Trump with his all his eight symbolism, uh. beast, beast rising, Apollo, the sun god, he's going to return. That's what all I think it means. I don't know about you. Uh, I don't know if he's going to win or not, but there's probably a good chance he's going to. Well, I mean, even if he just gets the candidacy, right? Even if he wins that part, I mean, it seems like after all this. Oh, well, I think the Democrats are already determined. I mean, they already pretty much know that that's going to probably be who Biden's going against. Yeah. And it seems like. They're already telling people they should be scared if they have to run against Trump. (laughs) Oh, really? See? I just feel like it's that like fallen hero story and they're trying to make him out to be this, you know, a messianic crucified figure, which he himself apparently also believes that's what he is. He believes that uh, God has sent him to save the world. He posted a video which was made by a supporter. That's huge with Q-tards, I hate to say. Yo. Uh, uh, Huge for sure. And I just... What blows my mind is like how many religious people, so-called religious people, get behind yeah. this. Yeah. It's like really yeah. weird to me. Yeah, I don't. Uh, it's like so, like I you're saying he's fucking Jesus to you. You know Apparently. what I'm saying? It's just like really weird. It's bizarre, actually. It's it like, is. It's like honestly. motherfuckers that could probably quote the Bible with their eyes closed is like fucking all of a sudden worshiping this dude that way. Probably the same people who blindly support Israel in the current conflict. Oh, it's the chosen land. It's like all the most like fundamentalist Bible thumpers that do it, honestly. Sorry to, to uh, stereotype, but it's an observation. That's yeah. all I'm saying. <laughs> Anyways, but uh, yeah, this video was made by a Trump supporter and uh, Donald Trump posted it to his Truth Social account last Friday. Uh, and the, it's a, to a song that's called God Made Trump. And the video has starkly religious, almost messianic tones. And it depicts the former president as the vessel of a higher power sent to save the nation. Hmm. It says, Mr. Trump is a shepherd to mankind who won't ever leave nor forsake them. So now Trump is the good shepherd. Okay. Sure. If you say so. That's weird. Super weird. weird for me. <laughs> He's only the guy that promoted the death jab. I mean, this and told you it was the greatest medical cold. innovation of our time. Oh, if it wasn't for me, you wouldn't have gotten this for like five years later. Some shit like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. If you ever would have got it. Yeah. Interesting. 
I'll really be totally know. honest with you. I was really hoping by the time like it got to this point that him and Biden were both knocked out somehow. <laughs> that like, like that just... one of his court cases fucked him from running and that Biden was just like, no, you're too fucking old. I really, mm. I don't want to hear like about this guy for the next four fucking years either. Yeah, I mean, I think because And you know what the thing is, is that we would regardless, because if he lost, you still have mm -hmm. people out there that would be going on for the next fucking election. It, it's like almost, I mean, and then the thing is, is that if he wins this one, now you're going to have fucking morons out there going on about one of his kids doing it. So we're going to hear yeah. this fucking name forever. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I remember hearing that when he was in uh, in the presidency last time that they were saying, "Oh, it's going to be a Trump family dynasty." People don't even Political realize you're dynasty. asking for a monarchy. It's fucking ridiculous. Basically, it's fucking bizarre. It's when you watch people how they get with either side, really. Yeah. Exactly. So this one pastor commented on the video. He said it's very concerning. He's a Baptist pastor. His name is Joseph Brown. And uh, he took issue with the language plucked from the Bible, describing Mr. Trump uh, directly to God rather than a servant of God or a higher power. So like this pastor said, quote, the original sin of Satan or Lucifer is not that he wanted to take over God's position, but that he wanted to be like God. There is only one God and it's not Trump or any other man. Well said. Right. Jeez. Who is it? Oh, wait, so I'm reading something quick here that I wrote. Oh, the same guy who made the video. So they're called the, the Dilly Meme Team, the people who made the video. Uh, Brendan Dilly is the leader. He describes himself as a Christian and a man of faith, but he has never read the Bible and does not attend church. Okay. Which I think is a lot of... Uh, Q followers unfortunately oh, yeah. like they are like have a religious background but they don't actually know what's what yo most um, of these i'm gonna be straight up most of these Q followers didn't even fucking understand politics yeah they literally get off by fucking typing scotus or potus like they feel like they fucking understand politics because they use these abbreviations <laughs> they didn't know jack shit about anything until this shit happened with QAnon. And now all of a sudden they think they're educated and you're actually fucking ignorant. Right? Like even when you yeah. get some people, ask them what this fucking guy actually did the first four years. You get like a fucking parroted response without actually any detail on how that happened. Yeah. Well, explain to me how that actually happened. Uh, uh, I don't know what he did. That's just what he says, what somebody else said on TV. Mm. I mean, there's been plenty of times, not for nothing, in the United States, at least for me, the economy has been good at other times, besides Trump being fucking president. There's been times where there was jobs. There was times where there was to make money. Absolutely. This isn't the only fucking time this ever happened with this guy in office. Yep. People are fucking dumb and ignorant and worship this guy for what reason? I don't know. <laughs> Baby made a hilarious comment. <laughs> Scratching my scrotus. Yeah. I mean, you, you you come across the word tribunals and they're fucking getting hard-ons and typing it over and over again. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Come on, grow up. You're child. You're children. You're acting like a child. Yeah, exactly. Right? Mm-hmm. That's a problem um, with half the people on, on Instagram and social media. They don't even know what the fuck they were talking about until... It's just weird. That's the thing, right? Like, it's... 
it's cool to see like these different discussions and people start to engage maybe in like politics or like news or cultural things that they didn't before but then all we have is this becomes these two echo chambers parroting the same things over and over again right which is sort of like i have a love hate with social media for that reason sometimes i'm just like oh like i can't keep seeing the same repeated stuff over and over then it just becomes like the news like every channel is the same msnbc cbs cnn like it's all the same you know, there's accounts that like I've I've seen and I followed on on Instagram where it's like they make like detailed videos of like Trump dancing and smiling and the head fucking all that shit moving to make it look like it's going. It's it's like yo, you've been doing this for four years. You not realize there's a fucking mental problem with you and obsession with this dude. Mm-hmm. There is a fucking problem in your head. Yep. And if nice. they think it's funny and it's or cute and cool. And it's like you are no different than the idiot in the fucking dog outfit pissing in a fucking uh, litter box at this point. You're both oh, yeah. just as mentally retarded. I agree. It is. It becomes... And I'm not saying retarded in a in negative sense. I'm using it like, you know, I'm not calling them a name. I'm actually saying like there's a retardation there somewhere. You're using the word descriptively yeah. as it's intended. Yes. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that uh, head of the meme team, Brandon Dilly, he said, Trump has God-tier genetics. And he then posted a picture of Trump as Moses parting the Red Sea. Like, this is just... If you're a religious person, you're not going to make and post things like that. It's very blasphemous. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I read it and I'm like, kind of like... Cringe inside, like. And again, I know and sometimes- again, that person probably wasn't religious until they fucking heard an adrenochrome and fucking hashtag save the children. Maybe. You know so what I'm saying? Watched, it's uh, like the people that all of a sudden got into politics and God. It's, it's so worse than motherfuckers that go to prison. More people found fucking mm-hmm. God because of Trump than motherfuckers do in prison. <laughs> like, what the fuck? And even prison, I find, is a pretty fucking pathetic reason to find God. Yeah, that's funny. Well, Guy wasn't was lost. <laughs> God wasn't lost. You were. <laughs> mm. that's true but you know sometimes crises make people come to god mm. which is why i think this whole covid situation happened that's why god allowed it to happen because it did make a lot of people like search for something the bigger picture right anyways um okay enough about trump that guy <laughs> mm. oh sorry that was about the uh the video that he shared. Mm, we can just oh. move on to the next topic. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> of course, we have to have something like this in like oh, almost every this. episode. Yo, this shit was so funny. I had to tell my father about it on the phone yesterday. Did you? Yeah. What was his reaction? Well, he was like, why? I was because they're people are fucking idiots. Why not? <laughs> I don't think he was like understanding what I was getting at. And then when it clicked in his head, like, oh, he's like, oh, that's fucking hilarious. Yeah, it is funny, honestly. So in Oklahoma, there's a bill being proposed about students who dress as furries should be subject to animal control. Fair. You You wild animal out in the streets, right? You think you're a dog? You think you're a cat? All right. You got to go to the dog pound, baby. They should pick him up and give him the shots. (laughs) For real. Oh, man. Declaw them. Neuter and spay. All of it. You want it? Okay. Bring it. So basically, yes, this is to crack down on the furries movement (laughs) trend uh, and is going to be 
or would like to be uh um oh my god what's the word executed in schools i guess i'm failing my cannot speak today uh yeah so a guardian would uh act as animal control to pick up students in violation of the furries rule uh anyways it's actually an actual bill it's called uh, house bill 3084 and uh it has a long shot of being signed into law but i think the whole point <laughs> is that you know it's like an ultimate troll whoever uh submitted this bill oh republican S- state representative justin humphrey good for you man that's fucking epic trolling honestly <laughs> imagine that's all it really was and he's like fuck it i'm just gonna put it in anyway He's like, I'm sure, I'm sure if somebody hears about it, it'll make the news. Yeah, if it is passed, which it probably won't be, but if it is, it would go into effect in November. So stay tuned. <laughs> oh man, I could just wait to hear the the hearing on that and like all these like politicians taking it like super serious, and he's just like, <laughs> and you know what? The funny that's like we're laughing about, it and it's like. Imagine like it goes through and it's like we thinking it's funny and we're like, yo, this is just more signs of Nazi Germany actually picking people up off the streets and tossing them in a van. Yeah. <laughs> really thinking about it. It's I mean, listen, it's fucking weird and bizarre, but I guess like, I don't know, like, is that a step in a direction we don't want to go in either? <laughs> you know what I'm getting at? When you f- forget about why it's happening and just look at what you're going to see. Yeah. People getting pulled off the streets and thrown in something. Taken away. It's imagine, a little freaky in I'm just sense, a, though. I have this mental picture of like of these furry dressed people being thrown into like the back of a truck. And then imagine you're the person who opens that and you're like, oh God. <laughs> but I remember like even when Eric Adams did that for like a hot minute in New York City with like the, the, the mental of the poor people oh. out on the streets. I was like, you know, this is getting into this is like kind of that's a that's a weird area to be in to start justifying th- Locking people up or dragging them off the streets and throwing them into a, you know, something. It's just, yeah. It's again, to me, that just gets a little scary for me. No, I Alarming. agree. That's scary. It's too. a little, I'm it's a little, uh, little SS vibes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just like, uh, yeah. I don't know. Oh, sorry. Is this, no, it's okay. We're ready to move on, I think. What do we got here? Oh, yeah. Okay. So, well, that's what I wanted to include it. So, obviously, you know, like, Every week, I feel like more and more comes out about child sex abuse and child trafficking, and um, which I mean is good that it comes out into the open. Whether anything is going to be actually really done about it, I don't know, but at least some people are getting caught and reprimanded. I included this story only really because of the 17-year sentence. I found that was interesting. Like, why 17 years? Why? I don't know, but... Anyways, just to give people a little background on the story. This happened in Hawaii. Uh, A former Pearl City High School substitute teacher is heading to federal prison for making child pornography. His name is Alden Bunang, 35 years old, and he was sentenced last Tuesday to more than 17 and a half years in prison after pleading guilty. So he worked as a teacher from 2017 to 2018 when he taped Repeated sexual activity with a 13-year-old student in a classroom and sent it to other people. During his arrest last year, oh, sorry, two years ago, time warp, 2022, he was arrested initially. Investigators found thousands of videos and photos of child pornography in his possession. 
Yeah. So now he will have to register as a sex offender and pay $30,000 in restitution to the victims. Oh. So I don't know. To me, 17 years and 30 grand seems light for what? Well, especially the 30 grand, I think. From like knowing people that I was in prison with that had a lot more for like shit that was just like, really? Yeah. You know, like drug dealers, like getting hit with fucking fines. <laughs> yeah. In this sense. Right? I just, I feel like you've totally like shattered, probably shattered these children's lives. Like, you know, they're going to have a lot of baggage to unpack for the rest of their life. And like, oh, that's only worth 30 grand. It, 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 that, that will cover yeah. the therapy costs. Yo, for real. <sighs> I, I didn't even think of that. Right? When I, when I was in, this is an interesting fun fact. When I was mm-hmm. in, when I was in a federal prison, I ran across some kid who, uh, I think he was like, he was fucked up on something. I think maybe Xanax or some sort of pills. But he was also like uh, somebody who I think like painted submarines or something. And, like, somehow, like, he ended up, like, setting the paint or something on fire. What? And accidentally <laughs> set, like, the submarine on fire. Oh, my God. And, okay. like, he's, he, his shit that they're actually hitting him with that he's got to pay back, it was just, like, I don't even think that's possible in his lifetime. Like, they're pretty much charging him for the submarine. And it was, like, a ridiculous, like, millions or something amount of money. Oh, my God. That this dude got hit with besides his jail time. He was just like, ah, how the fuck do they think they're actually getting this for me? Yeah, like, he doesn't even have that kind of money, right? Yeah, like, are you going to, like, take out money every paycheck? Like, you got to hope I live long enough to even, like. (laughs) Yes, you pay what you can, son. I don't know. Man, it's messed up. Yeah, I don't know. It just seems light. Oh, and it's funny because I had already included this story several days ago. Like, it was in my notes to include. And then yesterday, I get a message from this acquaintance whatever i doubt she's watching so whatever um anyways somebody sent me a message saying that i have to watch vatican girl on netflix because you know it exposes all the demonic in the vatican and da 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 and blah, blah, blah. anyways it got into this whole discussion i knew what she was trying to start by messaging me that and i was just like okay uh anyways so my point to her was Unfortunately, evil is everywhere. There are sick individuals in all institutions, not just priests, people, teachers, uh, coaches, babysitters, family members, you know, like, yes, evil does not discriminate the location of where it operates and especially seems to love to prey on children. Yes. You know, so... Anyways, I thought it was interesting because she just messaged me yesterday. And I haven't heard from her in so long. And I was like, well, hello to you too. Thanks for wanting to start a theological argument with me out of nowhere. <laughs> Go away. <laughs> Anyways, on to the next story. Oh, man. Okay. Do you... Are you familiar with Kid Cudi's music at all? No, not really. I have okay. heard of him, though. I mean, I listen, mean, I could have heard it on the radio and had no idea who the hell it was. Okay. So, yeah, I don't know if, if y'all are into Kid Cudi at all. I'm not really. The only really thing song I know him from is um, 
pursuit of happiness. You know, he made that, I'm on the pursuit of happiness. Anyway, I can't sing, so I'm not going to. But, um, and there was a huge remix of this DJ duo called The Crookers. And it was, I believe, his remix or he was on the song. And those are the only two songs I know him from. So to me, I'm like, where does this guy get off doing this stuff? To me, it's not that popular, but maybe I'm just like not in the loop of what's cool, you know, amongst the kids these days. Um, so Kid Cudi proceeded to erect giant statues of himself to promote his new album, which is called Insano. It's a very creative name. The statues were <laughs> erected in Paris and in Long Beach, California. Can you guess how tall they were and why? 69 feet tall. What was it? 69 feet tall. No, 33. 33? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Right? Well, I was going with the 69 because of the arch. Though. Because of the arch on the... Uh... Yes. Damn. Yeah, 33 feet tall. Not only were they, they... I don't even know they would really be considered statues. I mean, I guess. But they had illuminated from the inside. So the eye sockets were glowing. Yeah, and the that. mouth was glowing. Just to add a little demonic flair. <laughs> yeah, make it weirder, right? <laughs> exactly. Because the weirder we are, the more creative we must be obviously, and more, uh, you know, official as an artist or whatever, I guess. Some fans criticized them for looking demonic and said it was sad that Cuddy has apparently sold his soul to be relevant again. Ooh, harsh. Ooh, all right. <laughs> yeah, another person said it looks like he's putting uh, his album in for Illuminati King <laughs> with these statues, honestly. Illuminati King. Well, I mean... I would wonder if that's like something that they kind of they're trying to make that stance with like erecting a statue about them above uh, of themselves. Very godlike, you know. I think the other artists who have very Trump like. Yes. No, 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 giant like I'm saying. Oh, giant! Oh, yeah, right. Ooh, yeah, like Nephilim vibes. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah, 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 yeah. Ooh, like you know, or like a giant that. among like the people, you know, or a giant among men. Yeah, something yes. like that. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I think other artists who have done similar things, I believe Michael Jackson actually had done that a long time ago. <laughs> Thresh has got me. I don't know why that wasn't my first guess. I think because it just looked so much taller. I know it does look massive, but I guess, I mean, 33 is high. But yeah, that's, like I mean, that's still like three stories high. almost. <laughs> yeah. It looks like the Statue of Liberty in that picture. Yeah. Uh, and in uh, the California one, it was on that floating barge. So it was like out in the water. Even just more creepy, honestly. Anyways, but um, other artists who have done similar stunts is Michael Jackson. More recently, Doja Cat, who is like deeply into demonic imagery. She's a she's a vibe for sure. Uh, to me, the whole like the way the statue looks and the title of the album being Insano is sort of giving me Travis Scott vibes, like Sicko Mode, Astro World, like. The same kind of genre, I would say. Now look at the time this article was written. What was it? 9.33 a.m. Oh, dang! <laughs> <laughs> With 11 comments. No, stop. Yeah. Oh, jeez, honestly. Uh, uh, God, honestly. Yeah, I just thought it was super <laughs> weird. Like, what are you doing, Cuddy? Actually, I think we brought him up one time on the show before when... Uh, we talked about that girl, was it Cassie, the singer who was suing P. Diddy for like all the 
sex abuse stuff. And he Kid Cudi had dated her also. Oh, really? Mm, he's in the circle. The inner circle. <laughs> Anyways, I did listen to the album a little bit because I was curious. I was like, oh, Insano. Let's see what's up. How it sounds, it? yeah, it's very like, very similar to like Travis Scott kind of thing. I'd say Kid Cudi's a little more creative. Like he takes like more risks with his music. So not all of it sounds the same, gotcha. but it does have a lot of collaborators like Young Thug, Lil Wayne and ASAP Rocky. So, and Travis Scott too. <laughs> so there you go. I think he's like one of those people that also like, it's because of who he also works with that helps keep him popular. I think so. Yeah. And I think he's very into like fashion too. He's very a uh, flamboyant dresser. Wears a lot of like pink and like furry stuff, you know, just to make a statement. So I think he's in with like the Vogue kind of crowd as well. I'm sure it probably buds with Balenciaga or something. Mm. <laughs> right. Anywho's moving on. Oh yeah. So more hot celeb gossip. Another rapper on the hot seat. Kanye West, our favorite. He's replaced all his teeth. With $800,000 titanium dentures. Because what else would you do yeah. when you don't know what to do with all your money? Like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. His reps have confirmed that he underwent a procedure for custom titanium teeth. They are fixed and permanent, way beyond the procedure for veneers or grills. His particular implant is quite unlike anything that has been done before, an insider told the article that I pulled this from. Uh, he did not have his teeth removed, though. Somehow this is like an overlay, I guess. Oh, okay. Weird. Um, the procedure was done by a Beverly Hills-based dentist. His name is Dr. Thomas Connolly, and he's quite well-known for uh, extensive and elaborate cosmetic dentistry. He's nicknamed the father of diamond dentistry by Rolling Stone magazine. <laughs> His celebrity clients include rapper Offset, Odell Beckham Jr., Shaquille O'Neal, Chris Brown, and Lil Yachty. Uh, yeah, this would be, I think, referred to as experimental dentistry. I mean... Like, why? That's a... F People realize this guy almost blew a billion on teeth. Yeah, they don't That's live the same life we do. No. Certainly do not. Yeah. And like I was telling you before the show, as a gift one time, uh, when he was married to Kim Kardashian, he just wrote her a check for a million dollars with flowers. Thanks, babe. <laughs> it's a milli. What the heck? It's, yeah, it's a whole other world these people live in. It's very not in touch with our world. The real world, I would say, right? Jeez. Apparently, uh, Kanye designed the dentures himself. Which is funny because they look like vampire teeth. They have a little, like, fang where the canines are. And I oh. think there's, like, a little jewel. Yeah. Oh, Super geez. weird. I think he has a thing about his teeth, though, like in the past. So uh, he was on the Ellen DeGeneres show like a long time ago, 
maybe in like 2010, I think. And he admitted there that he replaced his entire row of bottom teeth with diamond and gold implants. So, I mean, (laughs) it's like a whole new version of a grill, I guess. This is bugged out. It just bugged out. He also had his jaw wired shut after a car accident. Remember that? Remember? Yeah, in 2002. Like, why do they have to look like vampire teeth? (laughs) Good one, Susan. All up in my grill. Whole new meaning, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I don't understand the culture behind grills anyway. I'm too white for that, apparently. So, (laughs) you know, (laughs) sorry. I don't get it. (laughs) Why? Maybe someone can can uh, provide some insight but oof. i don't know it's weird yeah and like weird his wife is weird his whole life is weird i don't just yo did you see like those sock shoes he came out with oh yeah those like slipper things yeah it looks like it's like the it goes up your leg like a sock but it has like i guess like a sole on the bottom of it oh i don't know maybe i haven't <laughs> seen those I think I saw it because I follow him on Instagram. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fucking weird. I'm like, yo, do people actually buy this? Yeah, some people will. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Nice. I don't get it. But yeah, Kanye being Kanye, I guess. I still am on the border. Like, is he a genius or is he just mad? Like, mad crazy. Oh, yeah, I think it's a little bit of both. Maybe, maybe it's a little of column A, a little of column uh, B, right? Uh, I don't know. Anyways, moving on to our next celebrity of the week, Rick Ross. Woo, hip-hop is just having a heyday on our show this week. So uh, Rick Ross is the latest celeb to talk about his underground bunker. What the heck, guys? Like, what is going on in clown world? So yeah, uh, Rick Ross, hip-hop mogul, of course, has uh, taken his turn to talk about apocalyptic preparedness, and he's aiming to outdo even Elon Musk himself. (laughs) He said he loves real estate, but instead of building up, he wants to build down underground now. And he gave a shout-out on social media in a video to his fellow doomsday preppers. I just find it weird, like, why are so many celebrities coming out and talking about having bunkers just recently, like in the last two months? I don't get it. Yeah. That's even, you know, besides, I mean, it's probably like fucking going to cost you as much as Kanye's teeth. (laughs) Probably. Maybe a little more, I don't know, depending what he's doing. But it's weird because the article was basically like praising him for doing this and thinking like, oh, it's so cool. He's making this bunker and I wonder like how luxurious he's going to make it and all this stuff. And I was like, but don't you, are you not alarmed by this? Like, Sometimes, I don't know if I would be alarmed, but it's weird. Yeah, I've I've wondered like, I guess like is this like a, uh, a newer version of like, you know, back long time ago, there'd be tribes that would kind of, like, build their own, like, little underground system to live in. Mm. And it's like this, you know, this mm. is just another high-tech version of that. Especially when you get to people like this, because they have a, a cult following, I'm sure, in a sense, in their own, you know what I'm saying? Just like anybody else. Really yeah, that's popular. true. 
No, but I just I do I do find that weird how it's like you know it's just just another just a way history repeats itself. Perhaps I don't know. It makes me wonder a couple things. I think it's weird. Is it makes me wonder a couple things? Is it just to spread fear that they're talking Uh, about it? I've even wondered like, are they really doing it, or are they just coming out and saying that? Like maybe they're not even actually really doing it, or if they are, I feel like that's just something. Like if I had the the free money to do it, I might make like. Some sort of storm shelter, bomb shelter, like, you never know, right? Maybe I just would make that anyways. But to, like, come out and publicly state, it seems pretty dumb. Like, if you are making this... I mean, people make that shit to to, to process and grow drugs. I mean... (laughs) Who's going to check underground, right? No, I'm saying, yeah, but, like, what you're getting at, I mean, there is plenty of other reasons to actually build shit under the ground that, like, you know... Yeah, that's true, right? Absolutely. I didn't think of that. There you go. But I mean, if you're going to make something that's supposed to be safe and private, why would you tell the world you're doing it? That is like the dumbest thing you could do. I don't know. That's what makes me think it's sort of like a spread fear scenario ever since Leave the World Behind came out, which is all about doomsday, of course, pop apocalypse vibes. Right? That's when the Mark Zuckerberg story came out. Blah, blah, blah. Right? Anyways, I think it's weird. Or it's either to spread fear in general, or is it the like Luciferian karmic principle that like they are telling you what they're doing. So if you don't catch on and make your own bunker, well, that's on you. You know? Yeah. I I mean, it's kind of shitty because not everybody could do that. (laughs) I certainly will not be. I barely prepping stresses me out. I mean, I'll just go out to the city and jump in a tunnel. (laughs) I mean, if it's really going to be that bad. I don't even have to go out to the city. I mean, everywhere has got manhole covers. (laughs) You just join the Jew tunnels. (laughs) Go Ninja Turtle on them. In the sewers. Instead of Mario, you got Moishi down there. (laughs) Oh, man, I love it. Too funny. Honestly, but yeah, I mean, if it's going to be that bad that you have to live under the ground for like 25 years, just kill me now. Thanks. Like, I'd that, is, that is something interesting that Lisa said. I mean, I don't know if these people would get involved, but again, like, you know, when you start getting into companies, there's, there's ways of like probably doing this and people wouldn't even know Rick Ross owns it. But like, I have even seen on TV doomsday people that like have these underground things and actually have sold or rented spaces to people so like you know could this still be a smart business venture she said you know are there going to be rentals you never know but i have legit seen that shit on tv before where people will pay to like own it and it'll even come with certain amenities Mm -hmm. it's it's really weird because like the the weird thing is is that i mean I, i don't know maybe everybody would be kind of somewhat of like the same frame of mind but like if that situation was going to come you're going to end up being like in an underground commune with people you probably don't even know they just had the money or knew about it and you're going to be living with random fucking that's a little weird to me too you know what i'm saying yeah i've heard about that and like thrash said in the chat here and in colorado there's a whole reservoir in the cheyenne mountains of uh bunkers i guess i've i'd heard of freemasons doing that I mean, maybe that's a rumor, but who knows what happens to these mind tunnels? 
I have actually wondered if mining has just been a cover-up for digging into the ground for other things. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, mine hack as well. A lot of people rent cabins in the woods for privacy and same same sort of purpose. Yeah, exactly. But I feel like if they know something, say like something nuclear, where above ground is not livable, right? I don't know. But yeah, that that rental thing, somebody's got to get on that or somebody's already doing it, I'm sure. We're just not in the circle privy privy to that being common knowledge. There's probably a company that makes bunkers for you to rent. Well, I mean, like, you could hear about Rick Ross saying this, and then, like, five years later, it's done and built. Somebody creates a company, says it's that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you would never you would never even actually know Rick Ross owns it. Yeah. No, that's a good point. Oh, the new economy. <laughs> Wild. Yeah. I mean, Let's I'm sure it. if he attached his name to it, it would probably sell out anyway. But, you know, if he wanted to <laughs> remain anonymous, you know, you, you would never know. Yeah. I mean, that was, like, something we covered when we were showing uh, that whole thing with uh, Maxwell's medical stuff, uh, medical monopoly. And from my yes. own experience with an LLC, if you want, because I really wasn't trying to put my personal info under the occult rejects, if you use a registered agent, you use their, their address shows up. And it, yeah. it doesn't even tell you who the fuck actually owns the company. I mean, I'm admitting it. I obviously do. Well, like, you know, for certain anonymity, you can use a registered agent. So, like, if somebody just happened to come across that LLC and never knew, like, who I was, like, they wouldn't know who the fuck actually owns it. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you pay an extra $200 a year for a registered agent, and you're providing a fucking company or goods or whatever your business is doing to to the public, and they have no idea who the fuck you are, actually. There could be, like, rich people out there, politicians that, like, own companies that when you go to look it up, you'd no idea that they own it because they use the registered agent. Yes. It hides their uh, identity. Good point. Oy, 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 oy. Donna made a good comment here. We may get wiped out by elites, so we have to rent a bunker from the elite's friends. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's the same thing with the cancer situation from the jabs, right? It's just like... A living scenario instead of a pharmaceutical scenario. It's like a real estate scenario. They already own everything above ground, so now they got to own underground too. Yo, for real. Good point, Donna. Yeah, yo, that's funny. It's like, and then whoever has the money to even invest in this shit, it's like, you know, well, these are the people that will leave. It's, yeah, it's like almost like you're, you're really making out on both ends. Mm hmm. Exactly. Well, well said, guys, honestly. Yes. All right. See if another celebrity comes out talking about their bunker next week. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. So Jim Carrey had his birthday on January 17th of all days. Another 17. So there's this picture going around viral of uh, his guests at his birthday's dinner. They're calling it the Laugh Supper. Get it? Because it's all yeah. comedians. And it looks like the Last Supper. With Jesus and his apostles. Gotta make fun of Jesus again. <laughs> of course. Anyways. You know, so yeah, and that guy, turned... I feel like if you actually like have seen a lot of his stuff, mm-hmm. you know, just weird interviews and stuff, like he has pretty much, in my opinion, come out and said a lot of occult shit. Absolutely. Like I don't even oh, yeah. think like he kinda he's kind of like a my opinion, if you're into the shit, you he's admitting he is already enough to me from things that I One hundred percent, I think. I was just like, yeah, you just don't randomly like know this and like, I don't know. 
Yeah, he had a whole clip in an interview one time talking about the Santa Claus, and that could be like the colostrum. <laughs> you, know, yeah, yeah, whole, you know what the whole the spinal thing. fluid? And like, I think what I'm trying to get at is like when you when you come out like for someone like him when they come out and start saying like that, it's not mm-hmm. like this motherfucker just like saw that shit recently and like no, a, no, you know, exactly. on, on Instagram or a Jordan Maxwell fucking episode and is just parroting it and thinking they know everything now and no, know the secrets of the universe. It. That guy, I, yeah, he's something he's been into. Yeah, he's the Santos Bonacci of comedy. Let's put it that way. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so basically he had a dinner with his celebrity buds at the members-only San Vicente Bungalows Club in Los Angeles. So I saw this picture online. I don't remember the account that I originally saw it on. Not the poster's fault, but there was wild comments under the photo. And now, of course, there's some obvious stuff here that probably our viewers would pick up on, like Jim Carrey's wearing a Saturn t-shirt. I believe Adam Sandler looks like he's making, like, you know, uh, okay or 666 with his finger. Like, I don't know. Some of them are doing, like, you know, the Italian, like, hey, whatever. I don't know. Seth Rogen's, uh, not Seth Rogen, sorry. Sorry, Seth Green is in the picture. He creeps me out in general. I've never liked him ever. I never understood why he was famous. Uh, Seth Green's in the picture with a weird Mickey Mouse t-shirt on. So, like, there's some creepy stuff happening in this photo. Um, But the person who posted it in the comment section under the photo, somebody commented the wackiest shit I've ever seen. And they were like, this is John JonBenet Ramsey's bedroom. They rent it out for parties. And I was like, what? Like, this is the stuff that totally discredits critical thinkers. Like, that is outlandish and ridiculous. Yes, it is a weird-looking room, but it, it says it's at the San Vicente Private Club, a members-only club that you are not privy to. So, like, how do you know where this picture was taken? John Bonet's bedroom. What? That is like the dumbest shit I ever heard. Maybe they were joking, but I don't think so by their tone. And then some of the other comments underneath it was like equally as whack. Like, oh, this person's a male, female, like, oh. <laughs> like I was like, oh my God. Guys, like, what are you saying? Yeah. See, uh, you get some silly shit. I was just like, this is the stuff that makes me want to throw my phone and never go on Instagram again. Like, <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, the photo's been entitled The Laugh Supper. Obviously, a long-haired Jim Carrey, very messianic hair. <laughs> uh, he's surrounded by guests including Adam Sandler, Seth Green, Ben Schwartz, Craig Robinson, Howie Mandel, David Spade, Jimmy Kimmel, another weirdo, and Bill Burr. I mean, they're all... Very unique individuals, shall we say. Um, actually, I did not realize this. Following uh, the 2022 release of Sonic the Hedgehog 2, where Jim Carrey played uh, Dr. Eggman or whatever, he was the villain in that movie, which was very Masonic, I thought. I saw it with my kids. Uh, Jim Carrey announced that he was retiring from acting after that movie. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. He said that He was retiring because, quote, I really like my quiet life. I really like putting paint on canvas and I really love my spiritual life. And I feel like 
uh, I have enough, I've done enough, and I am enough. End quote. So yeah, like you're saying, just on a spiritual vibe, for sure. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, the picture just seems whack to me in general. But, uh, I don't know, maybe I'm reading too much into the, the Laugh Supper thing, but like, why the Saturn shirt? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean... Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me from him because of some of the things he said before. Like, well, that's true, right? Yeah, yeah. maybe yeah. he's in, he's very into it. So, yeah. I, I I tell you one thing. There were some people in there I didn't even know who the fuck they were. So, mm. it's pretty interesting. Some of them I'm not exactly sure. Or at least I didn't are, know but... who they were by their name. You know, from I didn't have a face with a name. Mm. Yes. Yeah, it's a, some kings of comedy there for sure. But yeah, an interesting photo. Indeed. All right. Out of celebrity world. Back to back to the real life. Uh, This was weird. You sent this one to me and I was like, what is going on here? So apparently Germany's government is considering the delivery of tank ammunition to Israel to support its fight against Hamas. And I was like, what? That's so nice. (laughs) How nice of Germany (laughs) to help in this conflict. Yes, I thought it was weird. Um, Yeah, so apparently Israel issued a request to Germany to supply approximately 10,000 rounds of precision ammunition for the Israeli army. And that request was received in November. But it's such a high amount that the industry in Germany cannot deliver this amount immediately. So Germany is considering should they release ammunition from the German army reserves stockpile, or should they just like try to produce more ammunition quickly? I I just found it weird. And I was like, uh, is Germany and Israel even like a thing? Because obviously the, the, the history there is unique. <laughs> uh, right? So, yeah, apparently, I was, so in my mind, I was like, oh, so basically Germany has to do whatever Israel says for the end of time because of what happened in the Holocaust. And the short answer is yes. That's exactly what this is. So I, according to Wikipedia, Israel and Germany maintain a special relationship based on shared beliefs, Western values, and a combination of historical perspectives. Among the most important of factors in their relations is Germ- Germany's Nazi genocide of Jews in Europe during the Holocaust. So yeah, basically, because of that, they are now obligated to drain their own army's reserves and send it to Israel. I just find that, I mean, is that a lot of rounds? Apparently, I, I guess it's a lot. I mean, I don't never shot a tank before. I was just like, like, if that's a lot, like, if they're like, shit, like, you don't even have that to give to them. I mean, like, how many, how many people are they planning on killing? <laughs> you know, no, you, you know, I'm like, like yeah. I, I'm just trying to say, like, if, if a country is like having a problem producing that, mm-hmm. uh, I'm just, I don't know. I just find that like to be like an extreme amount, maybe to be asking for. Yeah, or is Germany and Israel not at odds ever and actually, like, 
what Israel is doing is basically continuing the Nazi mission, just now on a different people. Oh, damn. Well, well. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. No, I just thought it was weird when I saw this, too. I was like, why would Germany be giving them ammunition, you know? I thought it was an odd request. And, like, really, Israel has so much support already from other nations. Of course, the United States. So, like, why do they need to request this from Germany? I don't understand. Oh, man. Yeah, exactly. Lisa, good point. And Meinhack, yeah, making the tie to Azov and Zelensky. Lisa saying, imagine this is a play to disarm other nations so that their uh, ammunition stockpiles are short. Exactly. So those nations are also more vulnerable. Yes, good point. Mm Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Maybe there's a larger power play happening which ties into our next story i believe they want to switch the slide over sir maybe it's just the nature of the symbol they want to promote i like that because again again i I, i'm pretty i don't know if i i'm pretty sure i might have mentioned it with you but like you know when i was watching stuff on like hitler and nazi germany like there was pictures of the swat of of the, the star of david Next to mm-hmm. swastikas stickers like drawn on the like windows and walls. Mm. So like that symbol was being used before it was given to them or they took it or however, you know what I'm saying? It was already being fucking written on walls as a symbol. Yeah. It's interesting. And like, since I wasn't there and I don't speak German, I don't know what the fuck actually the reason why it was done. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I don't know any explanation for that, but I do find that interesting. Yeah, well, if people don't already know, like, go into uh, the Star of David history, where the symbol comes from. It has other meanings, so you may find it interesting. I mean, it existed um, technically. I mean, I I would almost have to say I have to be right here, but technically I would think, I mean, that was used in the the lesser and greater ritual of the hexagram before Israel was a state. Uh, Israel had that, that symbol on their flag. Doesn't it date back to, like, Solomon? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, like, I mean, that that was already, like, a symbol that was being used magically in a ritual yes. specifically. Yep. Before it was even ever, you know, used for them. Yeah, exactly. So it's interesting. And then, you know, other names for it is the Star of Remphan, which has, like, demonic uh, origins. So, you know, I don't know. Look into it. Draw your own conclusions. That's all I can say. All right. Uh, okay. So... <laughs> The next thing that I found interesting to keep track of, Kim Jong-un from North Korea. I was going to say South Korea. Nope, (laughs) not that one. North Korea basically is threatening the United States with nuclear attacks if they go to war. I'm assuming he meant war in the Middle East. So, Uh I mean, that's already sort of happening. We covered that last week, starting in Yemen. And stuff. So basically, he said in oh in late 2023, sorry, South Korean National Intelligence Service warned that North Korea was likely to engage in unexpected military and cyber provocations in 2024. So and then later, uh, North Korean leader Kim Jong Un told his people to prepare for war with the United States in 2024. That's like a pretty serious threat, honestly. 
Now, I don't know how much of a threat the United States military considers it. Maybe they think it's like neither here nor there. They could just knock out North Korea real quick. I don't know. But I know he always is saying that they have nukes. They're going to use them on the United States. I don't know. So we'll see. But uh, I thought it was interesting to keep track of because... I think I him and Putin keep... are getting buddy-buddy too now, supposedly. That's right. And I feel like you need to. we need to kind of be very aware of like what's happening with like the BRICS Nations Alliance because that is including like Russia, Iran, North Korea is like buddies with them too. So like, this is a very interesting coup against the Western powers, honestly. Like it's a little... Whew. It's going to get hot at some point, I think, honestly. I mean, I hope not, but it seems to be the way it's going, right? Uh, apparently, North Korea's closest ally is China. So that's fun. Mm. <laughs> right? So, yeah, he's saying that he would make specific uh, attacks on certain American cities. And uh, interestingly, because I was like, wait, does North Korea support Israel or Palestine? Like, what is he referring to here? So, according to the internet, North Korea recognizes the sovereignty of the state of Palestine over all of Israel, excluding the Israeli-occupied Golan Heights, which it recognizes as a Syrian territory. North Korea does not recognize Israel and regards it as an imperialist satellite state of America. And I was like, oh, shit, Kim Jong-un's based. Mm. <laughs> Never thought I'd say that about a dictator, but, you know, if the shoe fits, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, keep uh, keep an eye out on what's going on with North Korea and Iran. And that's another thing that's mentioned in the uh, prophetic stuff I've listened to is uh, watch for war coming from Iran. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was interesting to include. I've heard that also. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think it's been a long time coming. All right. We got... Oh, (laughs) this is so funny. Honestly. So Japan is the latest nation to uh, potentially fake a moon landing. I mean, we can't say for sure if they made it or didn't make it. But all the footage coming out is fake, okay? Like, either it's supposed to show a simulation of what actually occurred, or nothing occurred, and it's just strictly fake. Honestly. Uh, Yeah, so Japan's space agency claims it made a successful landing on the moon, although the probe in question was not generating enough solar power, and its batteries would drain in a matter of hours, so it cannot return to Earth, apparently. Yeah, they think it might have like uh, kind of like landed uh, the wrong way on the on its side, and it's not receiving the sunlight now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was apparently designed to land on a slope and tip over slightly onto the main legs to support it, but they're suggesting that it toppled over too far, so it's not in the correct position. So the probe was dubbed the Moon Sniper <laughs> for its accuracy, apparently. Uh, in approaching the moon, but apparently not so accurate because it fell over. So, <laughs> no. Uh, Wasn't much yeah. of a sniper. 
Right? Whoop. Whoopsies. Yeah. Whoopsie doodles. Better luck next uh, time. Sorry, what? Better luck next time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Officials say confirmation of a precise landing could take up to a month. Why, why would it take so long to confirm? Does you have to make more footage? Is that why? I'm going to go back to the CGI drawing board. <laughs> Our animators need a month to create more scenarios. I don't know. Anyways. Yeah, only four nations, former Soviet Union, United States, China, and India, have previously achieved, supposedly, a soft landing on the moon's surface. But honestly, this footage is, like, incredibly fake. If you check it out, like, <laughs> it's bizarre. Uh, oh, yeah, so apparently sunlight might hit the solar cells. But because of the position of the sun and the moon, it could take over a month for the light to reach the solar cells. So, but I thought the sun, <laughs> the middle of our universe or a galaxy, and just projecting light everywhere. Yo, some of the, the, like, the <laughs> sometimes I feel like you have, to, I hate to, like, because, like, it really only points to one side, but, like, when I say, like, liberal-minded, like, it almost has, like, you believe, like, you, you get conned real fucking easily mm -hmm. through words, word magic, and I feel like, like, this is very much, like, word magic to explain. Yo, for fucking your reasoning on how you want to explain this story. It's mm -hmm. just almost like, yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. This is very silly explanations to me. Very silly, honestly. This is, this is nuts. And then I'm like, wait, does that prove that the sun is local? Because <laughs> I thought the sun was supposed to be 93 million miles away, just blasting its light everywhere. Yeah, maybe in concentrated areas. Apparently not on the moon. <laughs> Apparently. Only just, only yeah. in a month will it get the sunlight. What are you talking about? I don't know. It's I, It can only be one or the other. Maybe I'm just ignorant to something here. I'm missing something, but... It looks like 1950s bullshit. That's what I said. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh... Oh, man. Honestly. North Korea is like the CIA's Disney World. Oh, man reels anyways i just thought ending it on some space silliness yeah, would be yeah, yeah. a good way to end off the week i've already seen so many stories that i want to include for next week like popping off so oh nice yeah, yeah stay tuned for sure we'll get sillier and sillier as we get closer to the elections too oh yeah for sure the yeah. political theater is gonna be oh that and probably even just the whole conspiracy theater I feel like like last year before the election, I feel like anything and everything was like, just yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It was very it was like the wild wild west. It was honestly, yeah. The and like and, the, and I think like what you were getting at before when you're like, oh, that's John Benet's fucking like you're going to get even worse comments and theories on shit. Yeah. Yeah. So it should definitely be interesting <laughs> as we get closer. I think. Absolutely, the it will just get more and more outlandish. So. Yeah. Anyways, guys, <laughs> show some respect to space. Yeah, props, space, whatever it is, the final frontier, as they call it. 
right anyways guys thank you so much for uh for joining in Hell today yeah. if you're listening or in the chat really appreciate it it's so nice to see so many of you show up every week that's what makes it so fun yeah. and yeah if you haven't already please check out my etsy shop yes. where i have, still have some uh, hats left if you want to grab a tinfoil hat or choose another word i have some more options and colors for uh the text in the hat because it is partially handmade so i could customize it a bit for you you and gotta yeah. make like a fuck off or go fuck yourself one Maybe I should. <laughs> I bet you people would be, buy that actually. Like, I wouldn't want to just put the fuck F-word off. On don't my talk hat. to me. Or don't talk know, to me. <laughs> like kids. Well, I have one that says nope. So <laughs> I said to uh, my friend, I was like, that's the one I'm going to wear if like mandates come back. And just be like, nope. <laughs> it's the point to my hat. Be like, Mm-mm. yeah, exactly. Oh, God. But if yeah. that one comes, yeah, if we get another one of those things again, definitely. Uh, Definitely do like don't talk to me. <laughs> something yeah, like something that. like that. Get away like, from me. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking of putting some sort of yeah, like funny acronym, but GTFO. Oh well, that's a good that one. Happen, I'm gonna add it. I'm gonna make one. Get the fuck out. Or <laughs> Clown World Weekly. CWW. <laughs> there, you go. there we go. But anyways, guys, thank you so much, and uh, yeah, we will uh, see you next week.